0: Thank <laughs> you. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you for returning for another segment of Health Professional Radio. We'll be speaking with Dr. Wakis Al-Sadiq, founder and CEO of Biotricity Incorporated. It's a med tech company. He's going to talk about the role of AI in the future of wearable heart monitor devices and the FDA cleared BioFlux. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Dr. Al-Sadiq, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that Biotricity is doing in the field of cardiology.
1: Absolutely. So I'm an engineer by training, uh, and you know got that entrepreneurial bug. And uh, my particular expertise is really in wireless sensors and cloud computing. And so that, you know, healthcare for me was always an interesting area because I felt that that future for us as a society and as individuals was really about being able to engage and be consumers of health, uh, as opposed to you know going in. And, and, and really dealing with uh, issues once we've already been diagnosed. And so, you know, I took that expertise, applied it in in uh, biotricity, and biotricity is really a remote patient monitoring and uh, med tech company that's focused on the cardiac landscape. So we have a number of products, but our focus really was around this idea that how do we support patients while they're outside living their life, and most importantly. How do we do it in a way where if something actually happens, that data can be accessible remotely so that you can deal with emergency response? Because within healthcare, you know, up until a few years ago, and, and even now, most of healthcare, it's really not real time uh, smart monitoring. It's actually passive monitoring. And what I mean by that is you're wearing a device, that device collects that data, and then you bring it back to your provider or, or to the hospital. And then they download the data, and then they do analysis, and then you get your, your, your diagnosis. So as opposed to having a device that can actually, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, understand what's going on, see the anomaly, and transmit it. And that's what we really focused on. So we focused on building smart connected devices, and we focused on the cardiac landscape because it's the number one killer in the world – And we saw that there was an opportunity to support the patient through their entire journey. And, you know, what I mean by that is you get diagnosed, what happens after diagnosis, you go to disease management, what happens after disease management, you go to, you know, lifestyle and and, and engagement. So we really built a platform that applies and and delivers solutions for patients in each of those stages of their cardiac journey.
0: Now, it's my understanding that there are are quite a few uh, wearable monitoring devices out there. Um, What makes BioFlux uh, stand out from the others?
1: Yeah, great question. So, you know, when you talk about the BioFlux, so the BioFlux is a smart monitor. So we talk a lot about, you know, monitoring and diagnosing and devices that are out there. Like you said, there's a ton of them, right? You know, we've got the Apple smartwatch now that has ECG collection that you can do for, for 30 seconds. You have other devices that are handheld ECG collections. The issue here is that you, in order to do a diagnosis, in order to collect real information on a patient, cardiologists are asking you to collect 24 hours of data. So when the Apple Watch can collect only 30 seconds, you see the, you see the problem. The other issue is that many of those personal devices you have to hold. Yeah, you have to manually collect the data. It's not an autonomous collector. So the BioFlux, you wear it, and then you forget about it. It's collecting your data continuously for as long as the doctor has prescribed it. You don't have to stop, pull the device out, hold it, collect your ECG. But most importantly, what it does is it analyzes your ECG in real time. So 3 o'clock in the morning, if you, there's an anomaly, it will get you into the hospital. And, you know, there are tens of thousands of patients who we have identified an issue before they deteriorated and and what I mean by that is you know we saw that they were going to have a heart attack we saw that they were going to have a stroke and before that occurred we got them into the hospital and we got them treated there are also scenarios where there were sudden events and nobody really knew the patient didn't feel it and we got the patient into the hospital so that they could be treated. And in those cases, it's it's saving the patient's life. So the key difference of Bioflux and all of our technology, actually, is that it's a smart monitor. So it's actually analyzing your data, and it can transmit it to a nurse so they can review the data and deal with the emergency response.
0: Is this something that can be utilized by anyone? I mean, people have different levels of... Uh... Technical ability, different levels of being tech savvy. Um, is this something that is um, usable and relatable to anyone who happens to take advantage of it?
1: You know, one of the things that we really focused on was usability, right? And if you take about our di- de- demographics, so we're we do do about a hundred thousand more diagnostics a year, and you know the average age there is you know upwards of sixty-seven, right? So we have you know eighty-year-olds. Uh, ninety year olds that have used our device, and we have you know sixty five year olds and fifty year olds and even you know thirty five year olds that have used the device. i I will certainly say that it's much easier when the individual is more techno- technically savvy, but we know for a fact that they have, there are people that are you know older in the older demographic that have used the product and really haven't had any issues. and that I think is a testament to our focus on how to make the device simple and easy to use. We then took that technology, and we also created a product called Bioheart, which won Time Magazine's uh, you know 200 Best Inventions of the World last year. That's an even simpler version because the Bioflux is really something you're going to get from a cardiologist. The Bioheart is something you can just go online and purchase if you're interested in your heart health and, and to manage it. And that's a product that we really uh, focused on simplification so that someone can really you know wear it and forget about it, and just look at their data to understand, you know, what's going on and and how the impact of their day-to-day choices result in improvements uh, in their heart health.
0: Is AI um, now supporting these devices? Will it be supporting them? Um, What is the role of AI as far as these monitoring devices are concerned? You know, AI is a very interesting technology today, and I think that we sometimes get,
1: you know, negative and focus on the negative And I think there's a lot of uh, discussion around it. And and really what AI is going to do is, you know, if we talk about things in a a frank way, right, there's just too many, uh, uh, we're we're living longer, and there's just too many people with chronic illnesses, and we don't have enough specialist doctors. When you go to the rural areas or, you know, the outskirts of a a suburb, you don't even have specialists. You may not even have a GP. And what AI is really going to do is it's going to support remote patients. It's going to support uh, physicians in their ability to focus on the patients that need the care the most, right? It's going to allow them to expand and deliver better care. And it's going to do that in a number of ways, right? And, and that's where I like to look at AI from a use case perspective. So one case is there are those users who are self-motivated, self-engaged, you know, you give them a device, you give them something, they'll figure it out, like you were asking me earlier about people who are technically acute, right, and, and how difficult is it. They're, they're just individuals that figure things out. That's a small percentage, by the way. Then there's a percentage that no matter what you do, they're never going to do anything. The large percentage of the population is actually people that need support, right? They need little reminders. And this is really technical support that's aligned to that patient's uh, specific needs, right? So it's, it's more dynamic. And we just don't have enough healthcare workers that can support uh, support these patients. So AI is going to play that role of you know kind of a level one support. And I think this is really in the idea of dynamic chatbots, encouragement, engaging with the patient. But then when they know that, that it's not working, they they bring it to the healthcare worker. So what does that do? It really allows healthcare workers to support more patients, right, with with less people, which is what we need, uh, because. Uh, you know, we are, just have too many people that uh, that uh, need um, uh, healthcare, right? The other use case for AI that uh, you know I have uh, that I think is a great uh, support area is the AI is going to be able to take a patient's data or you know data from uh, these devices, and it's going to summarize and give the physician where to focus, right? So if you have 15 days of data right, times 24 hours on a patient, which piece is the most important for that physician to look at? So AI will support healthcare workers to focus on the important bits of information because now we're getting data overload, right? right? Every device is collecting data. Every device is sending data. Not all of it is useful. It's the moment in time that is actually related to the problem. That's what you have to focus on, but you have to sift through it. And I think AI is going to be a great asset for that.
0: Well, if you would, give us a website where our listeners can learn more about biotricity.
1: Absolutely. You can uh, go to biotricity.com. And if you are interested in looking at our digital health consumer side, you can go to bioheart.com.
0: B-I-O-T-R-I-C-I-T-Y.com, biotricity, correct? Correct. Great. Dr. Al-Sadiq, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for joining us here on Health Professional Radio.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, conversation with Dr. Waka. Sal Sadiq. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com healthprofessionalradio.